Damn Judy Dench. Was that an impression of Judy Dench? <laughs> I'm born at Judy Dench. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Welcome, listeners, to the second or third quarantine edition of Abby Singer. I can't keep track anymore. I think second. Yeah. yeah. It had just really... It broke uh, like three days after... We did the last podcast. I can't. I don't know what day it it's is. It's when the NBA shut down, which kind of led everything else. So. Yeah. After yeah. that, it was like boom, 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 domino, domino, domino. Yeah. Um. Yeah. How are you doing? You holding up? Oh, good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just kind of sick sank in for me this past weekend. So it's just now that it's gonna be here for a minute. Like, gotta accept it just for yeah. Wow. Uh, well, we'll abrupt subject change mm. uh, because we know you don't want to listen about that. No. No one wants to think about that crap anymore. No. Um, no. Face it enough. We're going to talk about a lot of things, but mainly we're going to do... Uh, Some enjoyable things. The Tiger King. Very enjoyable. And uh, there's going to, in fact, be a new episode this week. What is that confirmed? Yeah, really. Pretty sure. If it, How? Yeah, everybody reported on it, so. they, are they just going to send him a tape recorder and be like, "Go, <laughs> have a good time." It'll I, sell. I think it'll, it'll be, get views. I think it'll be more like a reunion type deal, where oh. like a Jeff Lowe. I think Jeff Lowe is Jeff behind Lowe. the whole thing. Um, Jeff Lowe, the the yeah, he's behind everything. He's the one that promoted it. So, really, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. anyway, we'll, we'll get into the, all the characters yeah, later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, little tease. But first, a bit of news, I guess. Oh, and then if anyone sticks around to the very end, there'll be a super secret review of another super secret sporting slash <laughs> <laughs> uh, entertainment uh, slash event slash that happened over the weekend. Soap opera. <laughs> Um, so that'll be fun that they should embrace, but so AMC is the biggest movie chain in the America, maybe the world. In fact, they bought Carmike. They're everywhere. We grew up with Carmike where mm-hmm. we lived mm-hmm. now at their AMC. Um, their stock is like $2, maybe even a dollar now. I mean, that's almost like penny stock territory. So it's like very hard to even stay a, a company to even, yeah. Be able to pay your bills. Yeah. Because they have no money coming in because no one's going to the movie. So, you know, they may not even be around. Um, what do you think all eats this them? Is over? Huh? What do you think eats them? What and eats like them? And like takes over. I mean, certainly somebody's willing to pick up that tab, right? There's no one bigger that can buy them. I mean, unless the studios all got together. And said, we need the theaters. We need the theaters, yeah. Digital's great, but for these big tempo movies where we make billions of dollars, digital's not going to cut it. Big production companies should go in. Yeah, they should all get together and be like, okay, well, here's collectively a billion dollars or whatever to hold you over. Mm -hmm. Because those big theaters, it's a big building with leases and overhead and all this stuff. Um, And a lot of people work there. Yeah. So uh, hopefully that'll get figured out. Still, there's got to be a place 
that will hold artsy theaters because the artsy theaters aren't going to, or not artsy, but independent films. Yeah. Independent films. And then like just the venues in general. Yeah. Like amphitheaters, uh, or like the Bijou here. Mm-hmm. They have little, you know, musical acts and stuff. Yeah. Um, unless the people that outright own these theaters, they're paying rent with savings or I don't know what they're doing, but yeah, um, I probably, yeah, it's, it's going to be tough. Regal. I know there, my brother said he was out walking around. He, he, uh, kind of lives out towards that end of town and their parking lot. He noticed they were doing some renovations to their lobby. Mm. So I guess it'd be a good time to do it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Everybody's working on projects. So, but have you seen, this Gal Gadot video thing. Oh, I just watched it a little <laughs> while ago. Or what I could get through it. It's it was Gal Gadot, who's Wonder Woman. But she's an actor. She's an actor and not a, playing Wonder Woman. And she's not a singer. No. And, which is uh, fine. But it just feels overtly cheesy. Just not. I get the sentiment of I guess trying to encourage people. Yeah. In this in this weird time, but uh, just don't like it. In the the maybe not the right song they're singing. Imagine. Right. And the opening line is "Imagine if there was no heaven." Yeah. That's not a happy thought. No. Imagine if you know there was no people. It's just the 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 song has been worn out. It's great, but it's been. It's been done. Just and ninety percent of the people that are singing it, it are feels, terrible. Oh yeah, it's just they just send in a little snippet of themselves and oh, I'm still a celebrity singing. Yeah, yeah. Mm. it's just uh, something about it just doesn't feel right. I can't explain it. it I guess it's just cringy. Yeah, ultimate cringe. Just like the first time I watched it, I didn't even finish the first couple. It's it hard. Just like ooh, woof. That's hard. Yeah. And then Investigation Discovery is going to have a new Tiger King show. It's a channel. I, I think it's called ID. A channel? It's not going to have a Tiger King channel, but they're, right. they're going to have a new program to kind of jump uh, off this jump hype. Off of it. And yeah, it's going to keep investigating the whole Carol Baskin thing. Um, I guess it's a cash in most yeah. likely. Uh, and it'll yeah. probably be terrible. Oh, yeah. But that's something, you know, that I guess you can look forward to. No. <laughs> no. No. Oh, no one cares after that. No a, one cares. A limited series. I don't care. Yeah. It's good seven episodes. I've, I've, on ID, Barely, if anyone is, watches ID or Imagination Discovery. It limps to get to seven episodes. Yeah. And that's where it should stay. Like many documentary series. Yeah. You don't need seven hours, okay? No, of that. No. <laughs> uh, no. In better news, Ozark season three. Yeah, fantastic. Tell me about it. Oh, spent all of, not this past weekend, weekend before, that was all Ozark. Binged in three days. I normally don't 
binge seasons. I can count maybe on two hands all the seasons I've ever been or yeah, seasons I've ever binged of the show. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, what is the actor's name who plays? Jason Bateman. Yes. Jason Bateman's best stuff. Although I've not seen a whole lot, but and then who plays his wife? Um Laura Linney. Yes, she kills it in the season. Kills it. There's a drug cartel lawyer in it who or attorney who is killer. Her name's Helen. Um, and she's like the cartel's right hand person, basically. The lawyer does everything and is everywhere to make sure everything runs smoothly mm-hmm. for him. Mm-hmm. Um, she's incredible. It's kind of like breaking bad for me in, in that certain, I know it only has three seasons so far, but the seasons are so neck and neck. It's really hard to pick, which is well, not the just, case for many, yeah. many shows. It's usually so, a drop off at some point. Yeah. Or the I first seasons. Eh. I mean, some people might watch all three seasons and think, oh, this season was worse, but I, I, it's really hard for me to tell the guy who plays the cartel head the navarro is his name um he feels much more authentic than uh um gus from breaking bad gus fring yeah he, yeah he was almost more like a He's, trope or an archetype yeah 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 totally um this guy's very convincing very subtle movements yeah feel a lot more authentic um i need to start watching it actually the polit and it's not political at all. It's just like political moves. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's not trying to relate to current day politics, really. But it still kind of can. Yeah. And um, yeah, yeah. Need to need to check it out if you can. Um, did you ever watch The Office? Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen all. So yeah. you're familiar with Jim. Oh, of course, yeah. So John Krasinski, who plays Jim, has started his own good news network. It is called Some Good News. Real? Oh, it's real. Yeah. And for his first... got that kind of money? Well, no. It's not like... It's oh, it's on a... Oh, okay. It's like a YouTube channel. It's yeah. A YouTube channel. Gotcha. Uh, but it's not cool. Like it's, he gets all like the good news from the day yeah. from different sources. And for his first episode, or first, I guess, yeah, I guess episode... episode. He interviewed Steve Carell, and so it was like a little reunion. Um, and then he gets videos from all over the world of good things happening, uh, which is really cool. I thought. Imagine this time. that. Yes. Yeah. Just some good news. Right. Everybody needs some Why good news. Are people not just p- putting some good news on? Yeah, it's <laughs> brilliant. Uh, so go and check that out. It's just good news. It's some good news. That's yeah. what it's called. Yeah. Um, and then I. Also watch some things. <laughs> <laughs> things as in uh, you wish the, you would have. Well, no, just like, you know, watch some stuff I would normally never probably watch. Uh, right. Yeah. Like my wife is really big into John <laughs> Wayne. And uh, so we watched uh, one of his called McClintock, oh. which I wasn't really sure what I was in for, but it was pretty much a comedy uh yeah in the first when he's hour to do was some pretty slow. different stuff yeah i was like there's literally no conflict happening Just, why did they make this right <laughs> and then the last half of the movie is kind of funny but very not pc in today's you know landscape or whatever mm-hmm. um 
It was, yeah. It, yeah, I don't remember it. I've seen so, uh, most of his bigger movies, like, but not. Like, I don't know. True Grit Stagecoach is awesome. Yeah. That's like one of his first ones. Oh, yeah. Um, and then we were watching one called Summer Night, which is on Netflix. Just this group of, you know, young kids uh, having a summer night. It's very slice of life. It's in that way. It's also really realistic. Like not a whole lot happens. It's just, mm. we feel like we're just hanging out with these kids. Um, so kind of like McClintock in that way where there's not a whole lot going on. That's fine. Uh, sometimes as long yeah. as the characters are really interesting, but were they? No. Yeah. See if, you, if it's Riding not character was, driven, it's pretty bad. And no it tension. It had the guy from Boyhood in it. Oh. Do you ever watch Boyhood? It's about... No. It's basically they filmed this... Uh, they started... The oh, main character the one was they a boy shot for decades? For a whole decade, yeah. yeah. And then every year they'd film a scene with him. And so the whole movie I mean, is that's like cool. this kid growing up. It's cool. But, yeah. Um, yeah. I, so, that's not, I wouldn't mind checking that out at some point. Yeah. Go watch Boyhood. Mm. Don't watch Summer Night or McClintock. Mm. Uh, and then, drum roll... Oh, I watched Cats. That was more of a... Well, that was perf. That was fitting. In uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Whoa, Nelly. Yeah. What in the world? Hard pass. What on earth? I don't... Who... I'm scared to... Who decided to make this movie? Who decided this was a good idea? Why do we need this movie? Based on a musical that was not even was, relevant... Probably no. 10, 20 years ago. No. Um, I mean, you'd think it would have been good because Tom Hooper, I mean, maybe he made King's Speech and Lame Is, but not thinking about it, maybe those aren't good either. Maybe those are just hyped because of all the awards they won, you know? Like, Lame, Lame Is, is, is pretty, good. pretty good. Yeah, that's true. Lame, Lame Is, is solid. pretty good. Now, the King's Speech, I didn't see it. It was just an that Oscar was a vehicle. No. Oh, okay. It was, he made he made that movie also. Okay, gotcha. Uh, it's made in the same way where not at all really, but <laughs> what they're singing is live on set. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's I, not I get recorded that. afterwards, right? The decision to not use actual costumes. I guess they thought yeah. they they had the manpower and the budget to just paint everything in later. But uh, that always ends up looking like trash. Uh, you date but, yourself. I mean, the fur looked good. It's it. just that when you transitioned and try to blend it into the face, it's equal parts creepy and terrifying and confusing. <laughs> um, and, yeah. the, and they didn't even like get everything like Judy Dench's like writing wearing is still on for most of her scenes. Taylor Swift gets to wear. Uh, high heels inexplicably. Um, and I guess this also goes back to the musical, but like the story, <laughs> I guess there isn't one. It's just like, here's some cats. <laughs> um, here's a fat cat that eats. Here's a cat that does magic. We're trying to get to the sky. Huh? Yes. Cat's trying to get to this guy. That's the story, Aaron. Okay, well. Um, do you remember and what? And Idris Elba <laughs> was like, he's cool. And they make him look so dumb. Well, 
It's a tragedy. Anyone who signed on for that knew what they were getting into. I know. And did you remember what um, James Gordon had? Uh, or no, it was at the <laughs> was it at the Oscars when uh, Gervais <laughs> was talking about <laughs> was talking about uh, Judy Ditch and um, and talking about uh, he said some really dirty stuff, vulgar but, things yeah, about the movie. Yeah, about Judy Ditch and James Gordon <laughs> in the movie. That's just uh he, he just needs to host everything. <laughs> yeah, he does. He's the best. We need more Ricky Gervais. Um it's just I don't feel bad for anyone in that movie. No. Because it was like the answer to every decision in that movie was yes. Please, more. 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 Just more. <laughs> uh there was no like discernment. Just for over the top. Yeah, man. Yeah. I get. I, I can kind of see who would be make a good musical because the music is the, like the amusement part of the songs is kind of neat. I'm sure. Uh, but the words. But the film but, itself. But the the lyrics to every song are uh are. Dumb, like just dumb pop songs or what? They're not even like I never heard the music. It's just like the wonderful Mister Mustevs, like Mm. just flippant, just stupid. Just within the first five minutes, I was like, I've made an enormous mistake. Um, well, so don't watch. You can't take back. Yeah, I was like, oh, this will be fun. I've heard it's like a like a you know like a like a trip of some sort, like a Mm. you know. And it'll be fun to make fun of later. And it wasn't even that, no. was it? <laughs> Just oh, that was bad. Yeah, that was terrible. Yeah. Uh Um. So next week we're going to glad I dodged that bullet. Do our top '90s movies that are available to stream. I figured I'd give some honorable mentions. Uh, yes. These are all on Netflix. Spit them, Richie Rich. It's Great. just a fun kids movie. Yeah. Starring Macaulay Culkin. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I did that. He's totally American. Yeah. Uh, I, and yeah. they filmed that at Biltmore. Didn't know that actually. Really? Yeah. Well, that makes sense. totally Biltmore. That totally makes sense. Yeah. Um, Stuart Little. Also on Netflix. Tarzan. Also on Netflix. These are those two are 99. And then completely opposite end of the spectrum. 99 and what? Oh, in 1999. Did you know that in my Shyamalan directed uh, Stuart Little? No. Well, really? There's a fun fact for you. Yep. Directed it. Maybe didn't direct it. He wrote it. Oh, still. Yeah. Yeah. That's even crazier. Such a huge hit or miss, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Great or trash. It's either a grand slam. Great or trash. Or a bunt. Stuart Little. I'm looking this up. Michael J. Fox. Oh, yeah. He played the... He played Stuart Little. Mm. Also, didn't have an American accent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Rob Minkloff was actually the director. Yeah, M. Night Shyamalan wrote the screenplay. So. Oh, dang. There you go. That's even more crazy. All right. Well, let's get into the meat of the matter. Let's get to the meat. Which is 
Tiger King. Starring Joe Exotic, Carol Baskin, and Jeff Lowe. How did you feel after finishing this? It's a lot like The Wonderful Whites of West Virginia. Yes, that's exactly what I thought. After the first episode, I was like... Could have been made into like they a... They even advertise it as such. Yeah. But it's not that at all. No. No. It's... um. You think it's just going to be, you know, kind of... They're kind of making fun of right. the redneck stereotype. And it is that for the first part of the first episode. Yeah. Uh, but then every episode, it gets exponentially crazier oh. and darker. Elaborate. Um, and then, yeah. And that this will be a spoiler <laughs> review, obviously. Carol uh, Baskins. Yeah. <laughs> Dino blankety blank Carol Baskin down there. I can there. never say that name again without smiling. Carol Baskin. <laughs> uh, it's impossible. <laughs> I, I just and uh, I just picture him saying it. You know, you, you think it's gonna kind of glorify these people, but by the end of it, it it's it's very empathetic. Yeah, and you With just some and of you them. just feel bad for the animals. Yeah, for everybody. Because even it's in a spoiler, but at the in the last one of the last things in the last episode is footage that you wouldn't expect of Joe uh, being seeming really authentic. And you think, wow, how did it get to there? And it's like, oh, yeah, he's talking about his monkeys. Yeah, about well, just about wildlife in general. He's like. Uh, that old footage of him, yeah, uh, when he was a lot younger, he was like, you know, it, it was a cat rescue, an actual cat rescue, and then he would like ship them out to these other countries where they could live and stuff, instead of breeding and keeping them there and making yeah. money and yeah, then yeah, now he has this giant zoo. He charges six hundred dollars for people to do all this, pet them, take pictures with them, and oh yeah, um. Pimps them. Yeah. Tiger pimp is what it should be called. Yeah. So the show starts off and you're, you meet Joe Schwabogel. I think that's his real name. And that was pretty good. Yeah. I don't know anybody that yeah. can pronounce it. Um, and it's like, Oh, he's kind of funny. And then it's showing the context of how the documentary was made. And it's like the, the, the director of, whoever the documentary was just filming some guy with a snake. And, yeah. uh, and then all of a sudden, uh, somebody that was there that was buying a snake was like, Hey, why don't you come look at my van? And, uh, then all of a sudden he opens the door to his van and there's a freaking snow leopard in his van in Florida. I just, and he's like, why do you have a snow leopard in your van? It's like a hundred <laughs> degrees. Yeah. He's like, Ah, they're acclimated. They're, they're used yeah, to it. Yeah, they're used to it. And uh, right. at that point, I was hooked. Because at yeah. that point, I was like, I've seen Wild of Wonderful Whites of West Virginia. I'm good. Yeah. Um, But I, <laughs> I was like, what? Well, <laughs> wild and Wonderful. It's like Wild and Wonderful mixed with Blackfish, mixed with some really crazy... Crime drama. It's better than any script you could possibly write. Yeah. And you know, the the guy that made it, the series, 
was worked on it for five years. Yeah. And you know, he was just like, at some point, he was just like, okay, I got to wrap this up. I got it. Yeah. (laughs) Because either I'm going to end up dead. (laughs) Yeah. uh, You know, or no one's going to want this anymore. Yeah. But I I mean, only let's just think about how awesome it is that a platform like Netflix exists. That they, they would, would show it. That they could, yeah. That they would even show interest Dude, in a seven-hour documentary series Netflix about deserves props on a lot of stuff. Amazon yeah. would not do that. I feel like they HBO wouldn't touch it. Might. Um, I don't know. I mean, they're it's such they a Netflix in, thing. Uh, McMillions. Have you heard about this McMillions? No. It's like a whole <laughs> underground like mafia thing behind. The McDonald's Monopoly game. Yeah, just like a giant scam. Oh, yeah, it was a giant scam. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think that's about a, that. also another documentary series on Netflix. But um, yeah, I mean, Netflix is the only one that could really even would be interested. In. Mm-hmm. I, feel, I feel like that's why people keep... They keep giving opportunities to that's everybody. Why, that's why everyone has Netflix. Yeah. Like if you have a TV, you have Netflix. Yeah. Did you empathize with Carol Baskin at all before... Like in the earlier episodes or no? No. No. <laughs> or not empathize, but just like not wish that she was in jail. That Carol Baskins was in jail? Did you ever wish or did you ever feel like Carol Baskin was maybe in the Authentic right? Or in the a good? Yeah. Or just... Because no. at different points in the series, I feel like they're... At the beginning, they were like, oh, They're kind of shifting perspectives. She's kind of good. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, no, actually, she's not. Oh. Yeah. Actually, her husband not, not even is just missing. the husband thing, but she's just just manipulative person. I know. It's like... And it doesn't show her backstory or why she is the way she is, but she's the most evil out of all of them. So, I mean, there's, I guess, four tiger people. Maybe. There's Joe Maybe. Exotic... I don't know. He didn't exploit. Well, um, she exploits workers. I think he's more genuine than any of them. Who? Joe? Joe. I don't know. Because Doc Antle, he just basically runs like a, you know, sex ring kind of thing. Yeah. Money um, maker. And he kind of taught he's Joe the what most he knew about. Like, yeah. Easy. Using the same lingo as the folks from Wild Wild Country. Oh, for the, real? The bag, uh, the bag. Oh, I'm gonna mess. Bagda, Bagdan, Bag, Bagva, something like that. Bagvan. I'm gonna. Bagvan. People are gonna kill me for that, but the Bagvan. Yeah, using a lot of the same lingo from that. So you had him, and then Carol Baskin. Who claims that breeding animals is wrong, believing tigers are wrong, taking pictures with animals is wrong, and yet it showed footage of her how to breed tigers a long time ago. Yeah. She doesn't pay anybody because all of her workers work for free. So all the admission, all the profits go to her. And all of the, some of those workers have worked there for like five years. She didn't even know their names. Oh, yeah, because you get the shirt system, Ben. Cause, you get a oh. brown shirt when you're new, and then you get a white shirt when you... And then <laughs> Go to Walmart and after buy a two white years, shirt if you want a white shirt. After two years. No, it's just another little... Here's your little badge, because you get... You yeah, work your it's butt a, off. It's the carrot and the 
You worked with tigers Stick. for years. Oh, those people just oh. want to hang out with tigers. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'd say that place is nuts. Yeah. So let's talk about what do you think happened to Carol's husband? It, did did she feed him to the tigers? Did she put him in the septic tank? Or what I think is more possible is he was a drug runner because he even said that he had like an expired pilot license and was going to Costa Rica. He really liked Costa Rica. I wonder why. Yeah. His girlfriend lived in Costa Rica. Um, so, you know, there is a chance that he just faked his own death and is out there chilling, left her some money. Or there's a chance that he... Oh, no, she, she then collected on his life insurance. Um, yeah. Because they were about to take her out. And of the way she barged into that, that the executor's office and yeah. took all the things and changed the legal documents to say, mm-hmm. and in, in a disappearance, which never happens. Um, and yeah, then, which the lawyer himself had said he'd never seen in all the cases he... And then what also yeah. could happen is imagine like it's entirely possible that they were out flying somewhere and she drugged him or something and she threw him out of the airplane <laughs> over the ocean. You'd never find him. What do you think happened? Dude, there's no telling. I don't know. I think you bury someone under a septic tank. I think you are eliminating all evidence. I don't know how you do it, but... Would you burn them? Yes. Yeah. Did they have a crematory? No, they didn't. That was Doc Antle's. Doc Antle. Yeah. Mm. But, I don't know. Yeah. It's it's real shady. And then this Jeff... She did a clean job. Or she had her hand in a clean job. Yeah. Yeah. And then this Jeff Lowe guy comes up out of nowhere. And he looks like he's wearing a costume for what he thinks... Like is uh monster energy drink. Yeah. <laughs> like the human embodiment of a monster energy drink. Um it's like a I feel like he, you know, John, our buddy John, he uh he had this great uh insight. He thinks he is a is a uh informant. Oh, he is for the FBI. He's a professional snitch. Yeah. That's what he does. That's the reason Scam he's not in jail, dude. Guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he got everybody to self-criminalize himself on camera. Mm-hmm. And he got that other guy to help him. And that other guy's fine. And then just, he keeps running up these... Uh, he keeps going to these tiger people. Or just going to different people, screwing them over, yeah. taking their money. And then they end up in jail. on them. Boom. Yeah. So... Yeah. It's like a yeah, professional <laughs> snitch. And then uh, somebody he worked with those feds like it was nothing. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah, here you go. I mean, just <laughs> no questions asked. Just like it was another another job. Do you think he's worked for the FBI the whole time, or he's just a goober head I, and he just ended no. up being really good at it? He, he's, or, a, or, he's a con or, artist that the government employs. Yeah, basically. Yeah, man. Yeah, nuts. Yeah. And I don't feel sorry for Joe Exotic, but it's just like. You do at points. The part about him, his dad making him tell his mom in front of him that 
he wouldn't show yeah. up at this funeral. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and he at least had a good heart starting out and then money and money corrupts. Then, uh, sex and I was, having partners and when it showed getting married to two other men at the same time. Yeah. Who may or may not have even been into men. Yeah. I'm not saying they weren't like bisexual or whatever, but, uh, but, you, still. but you think it, they were in it Probably more for wouldn't. drugs or more for money or just cause both. what? Like well, both. If you have a sugar daddy and you're have a screwed up past and you use for, yeah, to cope, there you go. Um, they show a scene where there's security cam footage of a reaction to a main character shooting themselves in the head. And uh, they don't like prep you for that. They don't. And I know that it's Netflix and they and they like to be. Uh, I don't know. Shocking, I guess. Nah. It's not like they're going to put a warning up, but that definitely right. shocked me. Oh, it yeah. It was so dark to like see that in person. Yeah. What, how a real person reacts to that. Yep. Ugh. It kind of put me he in a funk for a minute. He said he just couldn't believe it. Like his brain wouldn't register that that had just yeah, happened. Well, it's almost like he did it on accident or something like well, he was like, I don't think he's, I know it sounded crazy, but at the time I was like, well, he's not dead. Like I can at least help him. Like, yeah. What do you do? Yeah. What do you do? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if suicide always freaks me out. Yeah. And then to see it in person uh, in the middle of it, this documentary about like, you know, it's kind of funny. It's kind of dramatic. And then like, what? Yeah. You're going to show that? Yeah. Um, But anyway. It's seven hours, and it's very bingeable. I binged it in two days, and you talked about this. I don't typically binge things. Yeah. Uh, it's just like you you keep wanting to find out what the next crazy thing is. And it's, it's relatively short. It's seven episodes and under an hour piece. Yeah, and they're like 40-ish um, minutes, 50 yeah. minutes. The last one, the seventh episode, is only like... 41 minutes or something 43 mm-hmm. somewhere in that ballpark yeah which is kind of anticlimactic i mean not i mean it's a real story so but you could have could have made it end on a sharper note i guess yeah i wonder if this health crisis wasn't happening if this blows up like it did you think it does what did we just switch gears no 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 i'm saying do you think health tiger crisis. king would have been as popular oh, of a show. Oh, I got you, got you, got you, got you. If everyone wasn't stuck Sorry, at home my bad. just no, striving you, for content. No, I get you. Yeah. I don't think so. No. Because I, I passed it It's probably week, popular for like a week. A week before it got popular, I had like flipped through it. Whenever it first came out, I flipped through it and I was like, that looks ridiculous. <laughs> that looks terrible. Yeah. But. Then everyone talks about it. Right. It becomes kind of viral. There's. There's memes about it everywhere. everywhere. Almost every character has like three different memes. Everybody loves it. Yeah. Everybody. All walks of life. Carol Bastion. Bastion. <laughs> Dude, it's <laughs> yeah. What do you what are you gonna rate it? I guess we don't we haven't ranked documentary series. Uh it's kinda hard. Uh 
Well, we could. Oh, I want to mention before we do this, that poor guy who was shooting their reality show. Yes. Dang it. Yes. That's what. Yeah. Uh, he, dude, you feel so bad for him. Yeah. I mean, he may or may not have been his a super legit reality producer, but he Me had too. done some good stuff on a national <laughs> level. Yeah. And he, dude, making, making TV and making movies is hard. Yeah. Hard work, especially working for those guys. Working there, living there. I could. He lived Im- there, man. Yeah, man. And I couldn't. He lived there. I couldn't imagine. And he, he was even producing his stupid internet show. Yeah. That was part of the deal. Yep. Um, just with the little work that I've done making reality TV. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, dude! And then the fact that allegedly, uh, all you know, Joe Exotic did not <laughs> destroy all the footage, which he totally did. Oh yeah. And did we ever find out whose funeral he went to? Did anybody ever find out? What funeral? Remember, he went to a funeral out of state when oh. that happened. Whose? Didn't say who. Didn't say his nephew, his longtime friend, his childhood babysitter. Well, and then it showed the footage of him going to the <laughs> lawyer, which was that informant. Yeah, riding the sea to at the end. Yeah, that was a hundred percent. That was probably him, dude. That guy. That's What's his name? Sketchy. What's his name? Don't remember. I can't remember. The guy with it really nasty st- hair. Oh, he's the grossest looking human being of all time. He's had a couple pizzas. He's had a couple donuts. It's just he's just gross. In I his mean, face haven't, too. We, haven't we all? A, but he just one he, of the ugliest. He just looks like a giant thumb. Yeah, he does. With um, with red hair, weird it, red hair, and uh, and I, you know, I've worked on things. Not to the amount that this poor guy did and had them never see the light of day. And it sucks and it's awful. Mm. And this poor guy just like, but I still have the footage of those things. I can still go back and just watch it. Yeah. This guy has nothing. Nothing. All he has is his documentary. (laughs) Which (laughs) Which is good. He's not getting any money off of. No, no. The, the, so at one point in time at the Joe Exotic Zoo or whatever the heck it was called, you had Joe Exotic um, having people pay to play with tigers. Mm-hmm. Then you had Mr. Reality Show producer shooting reality show of said Joe Exotic doing things and also doing an internet show. And then to even make it more better, you had the documentary Netflix crew filming them. Whoa. So it's like yeah. a show within a show within a show. Dude, I, it, I would have loved to have been a fly on that wall. Oh, like just at that yeah. time. Yeah. I'm, I almost want to interview the documentary. filmmakers, uh, just being like, I just tell me <laughs> how tired are you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. I didn't appreciate it from that perspective. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. It's good. Don't let me and they, it. Five years, man. Yeah. That's a long time. Yeah. That make it documentary. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a documentary series. Seven episodes. I'm going to give it a five. Because that's hard. Pretty good. That's yeah. hard work. I didn't think about that, man. And they put in the work. That's a, this will be a good different point. scale. Do what? This will be a different scale. This will be separate from our traditional movies, I guess. But. Okay. 
Uh, yeah, because we're ranking the entire yeah. Uh, yeah. season. In the context of a documentary. We're not going to do whole series like that, but just a yeah. whole season episode of a one-off. One was a three episode? No, we're no. not doing that. <laughs> no. New. I'm going to go four easily. Yeah. Just good solid four. It's just entertaining. It's riveting. Yeah. Yeah, because it's much more than just the surface. Like. Of uh, whatever. Like wild. Wonderful Watts of West Virginia. What's the other series? Uh, How to Make a Murder? Yeah, it's kind of like that, too. I I couldn't finish that. It was just like, I, can't I thought get it was it. one. I thought it was one episode. I thought it was a movie. I can't get into that. It just or felt the like stairs. I, was, I just felt like I was watching the same stuff over and over yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. It felt like they, they made recap, one movie and stretched it. And they recap it and they recap it and recap it and recap it. At least this, it's different There's stuff. 40 angles on the same minute event. Yeah. No uh, one cares. Yeah. And I feel like that's maybe a lot of the documentary stuff on Netflix. Yeah. Um, which I appreciate. But this sure. is just better. Oh, yeah. So. Six strong episodes. Yeah. Believe the hype. Watch it. Yeah. yeah kind of. Believe- <laughs> so if you're still around, I'm going to review WrestleMania. Oh. <laughs> so. uh yeah. What'd you think? And it's a WrestleMania that happened with no people. First ever. And for people that aren't familiar with wrestling, yes, it is fake. Yes, it is scripted. It's basically Not, yeah. like moving theater. Not choreographed, but yeah. With stunts. It's like a live movie almost. It's hard to explain. Yeah. Is that how would you put it? I guess. Yeah. It to me, it's like theater mixed with like when a, my favorite part is when like a guy's some, doing a promo in the middle of the ring and has like the whole the whole crowd, you know, in the palm of his hand. Like yeah, that's that's uh that's the best part of wrestling to me. I mean, yeah. the, the moving and the it's like a it's like soap opera Olympics or something. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's a cool. You got the all these athletes that can do crazy stuff. Um, most of but the good memes, yeah, pretty well, yeah. Most of the good memes out there from wrestling, mm-hmm. you can almost relate any analogy back to wrestling. Uh, but anyway, so WrestleMania this year, this year there was no people there for obvious you know health reasons. And they did it in two nights instead of one. It's supposed to be in Tampa Bay, massive arena. They did it in their performance center, which is where they, uh, it's where they train all, all their, 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 their new talent. Yeah. Like their NXT people and they do all their tryouts and stuff. And, uh, so it was really weird because for, you know, I think wrestling relies like most sporting events for the excitement and the electricity of like, uh, that live reaction. Just, when yeah. something happens, there's a pop of the crowd. People cheer, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so when it started, there wasn't any of that. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like they, uh, the, the wrestlers kind of had to adapt how they were performing. Um, so it took like one or two matches to really get used to that. As I'm a sure. But as a plus, you got to hear all the smack talk they were doing and yeah. there was way more smack talk. Oh yeah. Um, and so that helped kind of told the different stories. 
I'm not going to go through every match. Hit the highlights. And the um, really low lights. Yeah. So the women's matches were pretty good. Uh, you had Becky Lynch go up against Shayna Baszler, who was like NXT champion or something. Uh, I don't know. It was fine. Shayna's great, but aren't they doing something different with her? I think. Her character. They're I making think, her like... Uh, not just the badass that she normally is. Yeah, it's like a little, little, stick, but little, little spin on that. I forget um, what they're doing with her. So they had Brock against Drew McIntyre for like the main title. That was the end of the second night. Um, and I... So Drew won the Royal Rumble in spectacular fashion. I don't know if you watched it. Uh-uh. So in the... Oh, yeah. In the, yeah, yeah, in the, in yeah, the Royal we'll Rumble, yeah, Brock Lesnar, who's like a legit... UFC specimen. Um, so he's very believable as a performer in the ring. Yeah. And he like kicks out like 15 guys or something in the Royal Rumble. And then Drew McIntyre, who's this humongous, like Scottish jacked, jacked guy comes in, does his claymore kick. And Brock immediately goes out. The crowd goes nuts. So yeah. he get, then gets over. And then this match at WrestleMania is set up for them to have their bout. Um, and then it sucks because there was no one there for this match. Yeah. So oh. what happened was immediately Brock F5'd Drew. Oh. Tried to pin him. And then Drew kicked out on one. <laughs> on one. Which I don't think anyone's ever done. No. Um, yeah. And so it like showed Brock and he was like shocked. He was like, couldn't believe it. Um, it was basically just a match of finishers. It wasn't very long, right? but it, it actually made Brock look weak. First match of everything that really made him look weak. Like he took four F fives and he kicked out on one or two on each one of them. Um, and then he did drew did five of hit mm, three or four of his claymore kicks. And then that was it. Like, so now Drew is the champion. Drew McIntyre. Like, <laughs> it's just a cheat code game. It's like you get unlimited finishers. With, with you just uh, yeah. do five of a piece and with try a, to sell it the best you can. With the Brock match, it totally is. Like, and then Goldberg. And dude, Goldberg. Dude, Goldberg was oh. supposed to fight Roman. Roman Reigns. That's what it should have been. Well, maybe no. But he couldn't have. It, he couldn't have because he his cancer, compromised. Yeah. all that good stuff. He's compromised, yeah. And to get it to Roman, they basically ruined all of uh, the momentum they built up with Boy Riot's Fiend. Yeah. Uh, to do all it. this. Butchered it. Yeah. Put the belt on Goldberg. Very stupid. Uh... So they ended up last minute putting Braun Strowman, who's the biggest guy on the card. He was he's been a strong man. He yeah. weighs three hundred and eighty pounds. Yeah. Um, and he can do a kip up. He's cut, he's strong. Also believable that he could destroy literally anyone. He his, can move. His gimmick is monster among men. Yeah. Uh so I mean, Goldberg is so old now. All he can do is spears. That's all he did. He did three spears. Braun Strowman did 
four of his slams. Yeah. And that was it. And now Braun is the champ. So you have Braun, Strowman, and McIntyre as the two champs, which I think is pretty cool. It's great. It, it just sucks that no one was there. There was yeah. no pop at all. Yeah. It was just, it was cool. Like, it was exciting. Right. right. Um, yeah. And then fans. my, I think I talked to you a little bit about it was the uh, AJ and Taker match. Yeah. That's what they, that's the angle. That's what everybody talked about. It was almost more like a, it was a short film. Um, which they should have done the whole show like this. Yes. It would have been more expensive, but it's WrestleMania. And it's mania. Think of how much money you're saving by no pyro, no whatever. I mean, and you ruin, I feel like it was still a good show. Like I'm was not going to give it like, yeah. And it was on Fox app or something. Mm. Um, I'm going to give it like a B minus overall, but they mm. should have just waited for SummerSlam and combine those two shows um, or done the whole show pre-taped in these little short form formats because I feel like Vince McMahon who owns it that's what he's always wanted to do anyway is what is make little movies oh, of his yeah. wrestlers yeah um, never really cared about wrestling yeah he just wants to make money yeah. and that's been his outlet to showman. be creative yeah it's like he's the new uh, Barnum and Bailey, you know. Oh yeah, that he's he's that guy. Yeah. Um, but the AJ versus Taker match was awesome, dude. It started off with you see a hearse roll in, mm. and then you hear Taker's theme, and <laughs> then all of a sudden AJ gets out of a uh, coffin, and you know that's like a surprise, and then you hear Metallica playing, and oh. then. You hear a motorcycle, and uh, it's Taker rolling up, and he's doing his American Badass mm -hmm. gimmick. It's like he did all three. He he was... Um, That's what he should have done was, after he retired the Undertaker gimmick. Should have come out, American Badass, just let it be that, and that's fine if you want... And then, who cares about that gimmick? Like, he, like it's cool... But it doesn't have the mystique as the yeah. Undertaker gimmick. Yeah, yeah. And so he even he even got to be like Mark Calloway, I feel like, a little bit. Um, apparently, all of the trash talk, all the lines were 100% un, like improvised. No, I'm sure. And it's so much better. Yeah. Because um, they've been doing this. You forever. know, that they, they fight back and forth. There's a lot of cool spots. But in the end, Taker ends up. Uh, literally burying AJ Styles, and right before seeing the shot of his hand coming out yeah, of the dirt, yeah, that's that, hilarious. Yeah. Just in the single frame, yeah, it's, it's like suspend your belief for just enough. Like they don't even linger on it. But um, uh, there's a line AJ goes like, "Please don't bury me, please don't bury me," because I mean it's also like a wrestling term. Like, oh yeah, burying meaning don't ruin my character, don't ruin me Beard. as a wrestler. Uh, it was great, dude. Yeah. Let's see. Heck yeah. And then you had John Cena versus The Fiend in the Funhouse match, which was very similar. Yeah. Uh, it was basically like John Cena in his own nightmare going back through all of his other gimmicks. They even brought back the old SmackDown like fist stage. That's cool. Yeah. For and one he, match? Well, yeah. Yeah. 
it was it was all pre-recorded but like he came oh. out in his ruthless aggression attire like when he first premiered yeah and um it's hard to explain it's like the avengers endgame of wwe like it's the most smarkiest the most inside baseball thing uh like someone's doing a vince mcmahon impression with one of his puppets um i have to go back and watch that then. you need to watch you need to watch that hmm like both of them are going through all their old characters and gimmicks in their full regalia, full sets. Oh, that's crazy. It's cool, dude. It's okay. like this should have been the whole show. Yeah. Um and then the my favorite match for the whole night for me was AJ no, sorry, Seth. <laughs> Super sacrilegious, but I guess that's the point. Monday Night Messiah. <laughs> well, there's all kinds of messiahs. Versus yeah. KO. But yeah. Um Seth makes a good heel. I'll tell you that. Does he? Yeah, he's a heel now. Oh, yeah. Seth Rollins. But, yeah, I could see him better being a better heel than a He was just like, I am a god. When I beat you, I will become a god. (laughs) And, like, saying all this ridiculous stuff. (laughs) Um, Oh, so he was sacrilegious with it. Oh, dude, he came out in, like, a Catholic white robe and, like, this with his hands like Ugh. yeah it was ah. pretty on the nose um their trash talk was was hilarious like because they could hear what michael cole saying yeah seth would say stuff like you're you're just a fat piece of crap man like to ko yeah ah. uh and it first ended in a draw and then ko what? and then ko was like you're you're such a wuss like let's just finish this like man that's not what you said but that's the gist right. yeah. <laughs> yeah and then we'll do it no holds bar no rules mm. whatever and so ko jumps from the marquee of the wrestlemania oh, sign yeah, i saw the video of that and seth sounds like uh he had an internal image that's <laughs> the sound that he makes um it's the sound that someone would make in a car wreck or something and they're unconscious very convincing. <laughs> he sold it well, and then he gave him a stunner. Yes. And when Seth took One, the two, stunner, three. it looked like he was dead. He didn't do they the thing where the he popped flip. up. Oh yeah. It just like his neck just broke and he died. Like, oh, it was he super just went limp. Eerie, dude. Yeah. That's cool. And he won- it was awesome, dude. It was the yeah. It was awesome. That's cool. That's a cool way to it's take a, the stunner. It was the only match, actual match that I was like a hundred percent in. Uh, for that long show, what six hours worth of content? Pretty much, or seven? Yeah, yeah. So there you go. I give it a B minus, mainly but for effort. Um, the AJ and Taker thing was probably the best thing they did. You say Edge and uh, Edge, Edge and Orton. Orton they, was okay. It was. I could see it being okay. It was just, uh, it was like a home alone type thing. It was, they, it was like they were giving us a tour of every room and the performance center was like, here's the boardroom. Here's the, where they do their stocking. Well, cause it was an Iron Man last man standing match. Oh, okay. So they're using all sorts of crazy stuff. Oh, cool. Um, was that pretty decent? It was pretty decent. It was just super long. Yeah. Uh, the ending was pretty good. It should though. have been twenty minutes tops. Yeah, it's probably just because Edge, you know, he has tops, a broken tops. neck. Yeah, so probably literally couldn't do too many moves. 
Um, but yeah, props to him. I think everybody was prepared for like literally the worst show ever. It ended up being pretty good. Good for them. Yeah. Way to pull through. Because although I'm I like, you know, I still like WWE, but I don't want to see them go out or something. No, you don't want to see them go out of business. No, 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 no. Because Rising Tide lifts all boats, as it were. Yes. Um, And if they go out, everyone goes out. Yeah. So, there you go. I don't know how I'm going to wrap this up because I've never (laughs) done a bonus segment. Well, we'll, uh, thanks for hanging around. Yeah, the next, our next episode, we'll do the best of 90s that are available on streaming. And, uh, yeah. Hang in there. Hang in there. Any other thoughts? I got nothing. I got nothing. Well, that wraps up. My brain's mush. The ninth episode of The Abbey Singer, and we'll see you for the tenth. Ten. We made it to ten. Yeah, next one will be our tenth. Yeah. Yeah. Ten. Making money. And we'll do a nineties recap, right? Or uh, at least top ten. That's what I just said. Sorry. <laughs> Did we? Did you? Yeah, just said oh, that. Oh shoot! Sorry. That's okay. We can do a nineties one too. I just heard you say ten, we and I was do like, the oh, best it is of tens, twenties, thirties, best of tens. <laughs> Here's a photograph. Here's, Here's a drawing. Here's a, yeah, a scrapbook <laughs> from 1910. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Hang in there. Eat some lentils and mm-hmm. uh, we'll see you in the next one. Pass some lentils. Yeah. Bye now. Bye. It's the Abby's. I can't even. <laughs>